Welcome into the Garage Talk Podcast. Let's get started. We have Justin Hopkins from ScoopDuck.com. I decided to pick out a special uh, beer. I saw this the other day. I thought about you and then thought, well, we might as well get you over to the house so we can crack open a couple of these and drink it. It's the special sauce. It's the juice, something you're definitely known for on your site, and that is the uh, the scoop at ScoopDuck.com and also the juice. Welcome. I'm, I haven't had this one yet, and so you mentioned I screwed up because I, I, I cracked my note before we started. So at least you saved the noise so that people can verify we're actually drinking beer. And we are in the garage. We are. And we're holding it down here. We had the garage door open and now there's bugs flying around because it's probably like the last nice day of the summer. Maybe tomorrow will be decent, but yeah, uh, we're going to get things. <laughs> this is the thing about the garage. It's not a studio like you're probably used to with your podcast right. that you do once a week. And uh, so there's a few other elements like the other day, we had about 40 geese fly by. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Good background noise. It was. They didn't yeah. really honk too much, but it, it was cool to watch. I had the door open. There wasn't a lot of bugs, but since it's nighttime, the bugs are going to be harassed. I got to get a drink of this. So You should. Just talk about whatever you want to. I do three start. quarters of my radio interviews out on the porch at the house. I'm always up on the swing port. And pe- now people want you to Skype in when you do them, which is fine. But, I mean, you're looking at me. I'm out on my porch. I don't know what to tell you. Then they can see exact, exactly what you look like, which is kind of the same way if I'm doing the videos in here. They just get what it is. The hair standing up on end. I got the old ratty T-shirt. And yep. It is what it is. But, man, we got lots to talk about. It's the first time you and I have really had a chance to just sit down and just kind of shoot the shoot the stuff here and, and talk about whatever we feel like talking about because usually we're at some kind of function where there's kids running around everywhere. We and, have 45 kids between the two of us. I mean, it's the Brady Bunch <laughs> times 10. It's really hard to keep up with. But, man, you've got a lot going on. You, um, you're you doing all sorts of things. You've got the podcast that you've had for, what, over a year now? Yeah, I think just over a year. And, you know, uh, Matt Bagley does a really good job, uh, you know, with that. I know he's a big sound guy. He does a great job. And, you know, I'm just the guy that... You know, we've been fortunate. I'm just a guy that brings on the guests and stuff, but we had Mario Crispall on. We've had uh, Coach Kelly Graves, Oregon women's uh, basketball coach. Great interview with Coach he Graves. Was, he was awesome. That was really yeah. good. Um, you know, we've had, you know, recruits that Oregon has signed and, and other coaches and, and players and, and parents, and it's good. It's fun. It's just it's just like this. You just kind of never, you know, you don't really lay down a, a here's what we're going to talk about, this is what we're going to do. It's like, all right, let's just start talking. Let's see what happens. Yeah, and that's what I like about this format is we can just sit here and talk about whatever we want. We can talk for as long as we want. If we want to have a cold one, if we want to get up and stretch out and do some jumping jacks, <laughs> I'm probably not going to do any jumping jacks. But, yeah, we can just do whatever we want and uh, have a good time, and we'll see what we feel like covering today. But, man, there's there's a lot going on in your world, I'm sure, with as much as happening with Oregon football. It's probably nice that they're back on track. Yeah. No, it's uh, <laughs> I, you know, people in the sports media world can attest it's a lot more fun to cover – a winning team than a losing team. So, um, and not just for me on my end, people are more engaged. You know, there's more fan interaction. There's more support. There's more excitement. Um, you know, there's more on the line, you know, Oregon's got a lot on the line this year. It was a big game against Auburn. You know, last weekend was a big game against Stanford. Um, you know, that type, that type of stuff makes it more fun for me because I'm feeding off the energy of, you know, of the readers and of the fans and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting. I, I love college football. Like the NFL, I will watch and, 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 and I have an appreciation for, but I, I just love college football. Yeah. I'm the same way. And it's cool to be able to see the transformation over the years. Cause you grew up around here and for around here, I mean, we're doing yeah. the, the podcast from South Grants Pass. So you're from around here and you've had a chance to, to work your way up in the field that you decided to go into, which is, is pretty amazing when you think about it. I was talking to someone earlier today, just about, 
what you've been able to do because uh, you work for a couple of different outlets. What yeah. would you call them? Different services? Networks. Networks. Yeah, networks. Networks yeah. where they handle recruiting. And for those people that don't know, you may be listening to this podcast trying to figure out what are these guys talking about? And obviously with this podcast being very new, people know that I'm going to talk about a lot of different things. Right. And I think one thing that some people might not know is that I'm kind of a recruiting geek, like behind the scenes. <laughs> I'm on your side. I don't comment a lot, but I've been into recruiting for 20 plus years. I remember following Kellen Clemens and Derek oh, yeah. Anderson, both Oregon boys, Burns and Scapoose back in the day. And I was telling my buddy today and he's like, you're really into it that much. I'm like, I read every day. I yeah. read the site every day, scoopduck.com, check it out. And so if, if, for those of you listening right now and you have no idea what it is, basically you have a message board, you have a podcast, but hardcore duck fans get on there and talk about football all day. And all someone day asked me, is there really that many people that interested that want to sign up to pay a couple bucks a month? Absolutely. Yeah. You'd, you'd be surprised. I mean, I, I would see, obviously, you know, I, I kind of joke around and call them one percenters, you know, because they're, they're the diehards, you know, and it's funny when I look at the collection of people that follow my work specifically, obviously I'm doing it here out of Southern Oregon. You know, like you said, I graduated from Grants Pass High School. I'm a caveman. You know, I've grown up down here. I know the area. Um, but you learn to appreciate this thing on a national scale. And for people who follow college football, you know, you hear people talk about, oh, the SEC, they're crazy down there about football. They are. They're legitimately, you know, down there, if you made your comment you just made that, you know, you'd be surprised how many people, you know, follow that. Somebody say like, well, yeah, of course it's football, but over here it's, I mean, it's not that way. I mean, to a very small degree, there's just less of us that are that hardcore, but yeah. a lot of people would be surprised who some of those hardcore people are. Obviously, yeah. you know who some of those people are on your site. You and I've talked a few times about some of the people Oh yeah, and people like to go on there and pop off and like, you have no idea who's on there. Like I just sit back and watch. <laughs> I remember I commented one time, they're like, how do you know that? I'm like, uh, I know a guy. Yeah. Uh, the same guy that's sitting across the table from me, but I just like to lurk and sit back and watch and, and see what people say. And I think, I mean, we're going to bounce around a lot tonight, but one of the things I was thinking about, I even made a note in my phone because I know you struggle with, and to kind of look at the bigger picture, one of the reasons I started to do this podcast is to look at positivity and yeah. some of the cool things people are doing out there. Yeah. And I watch you try and manage a group of people. And I think the note in my phone was, how do you deal with all the angry people or something like that? Right. Because there's people every day, it seems like no matter what anyone posts on there, I mean, I know just recently you were dealing with it on your side of trying to calm everyone down. Like, listen, right. it, it's not, the world's not on fire. We're not flooding. It, it's not some major catastrophe. The offense just isn't clicking quite to your standards. Right. It's going to be okay. It's football. Yeah. Have fun with it. And it just seems like people have kind of lost sight of just enjoying what's in front of them. Yeah. Because that's the thing. This isn't, this, you know, what I do is an entertainment. I consider it an entertainment. You're, you know, you're, I mean, and it's funny to go back to what you're saying. I see some people comment on there. I'm like, man, I know that guy's an accountant. I would have never expected him to say that. And he's you know? angry. And he's and, <laughs> and popping off to somebody he doesn't even know. But if you were to right. get us all right here in the garage, right. have a couple beers, everyone would be buddies. We'd be, and we'd yeah. be shooting the shit, talking about football, laughing, carrying on. But yep. instead, the internet warriors. And it's crazy. And I think it's what's led to a lot of some of the bigger problems because people just like to pick sides and it gets crazy from there. The, the internet anonymity is what it is. You get behind a phone or a keyboard or whatever, and you're, you know, you're this different person. There's no face-to-face -face interaction. And there's, there's no doubt in my mind, you say 80% more stuff than you would never say to a person's face. Yeah. You, you just wouldn't, you wouldn't talk that way. I mean, that's, 
I mean, and if you do, you've probably gotten into a lot of fights. Yeah, broken nose, <laughs> yeah. busted lip, broken jaw, something like that. Yeah, how do you decide when to to really lay the smack down and and some someone packing? Because I saw earlier this week you were kind of laying it down, which I appreciate because I get tired of it. Because I like to read all the all the comments. There's yeah. some good comments in there, and 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 then all of a sudden, off over here, here we go again. Yeah, you get you know, it, I, I know people use this word, and I agree with it, but you know, I mean, the whole world not the whole world, but a lot of people in this world tend to find themselves triggered these days. And I know it's a common word we hear and it, and it is, it just, it seems like the littlest thing sets people off anymore. And it's like, man, you know, just let, let's slow down here. Let's, I mean, we're all friends. We're just talking, you know, mm-hmm. and, and about I, something that we like to talk about yeah. football yeah, in this case. Yeah. yeah. And it, you know, I don't know if you read it, but, um, I, I really was really frustrated with it. But so I, I just had an idea. It was really random. And I thought, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to post this positive Wednesday thread. It's just, you know what? Here, it's positive. Post Kinda something like positive. the idea of this podcast. Yeah. Something positive something to positive. put some good vibes out there. doesn't have to be big. It can be that you, you know, somebody bought you a free beer or what. I don't care. Just something big. And, you know, it had, and so for people that don't read or know what I do, it had over a hundred posts. So a hundred different people at some point posted in there something positive within one day. And you go back and read it. It was freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody's oh, hey, my daughter's getting married this weekend, or we just had a baby and he's healthy and I'm happy, or just got a promotion at work. There was those are you know legitimate things that people were posting there. It's like, man, that's awesome. How often do you actually see stuff like that on the internet, though? Besides what you're talking about, I just, not very often. Yeah, is and it? we don't see it enough. That's for sure. No. Yeah, I even hopped in there and I was like, man, I'm stoked. Just started this podcast. I hardly ever comment, but I'm like, you know, this is really good. I love what you're doing. And uh, it definitely put a good spin on it. And there's a lot of people come out of the woodwork that comment on that and just make it more fun for everyone. And uh, I think we'll get back to some of that stuff in a little bit. One of the things I want to talk to you about, and if at any point there's something that you can't talk about because of somewhere you worked before, just stop me. But I think your journey is interesting. And again, one of the reasons I wanted to have you in because you're basically, for the most part, out on your own now running your own site. Is that fair to say? Yep. No, it's true. And in the past, you actually worked for other companies. Yeah. CBS Sports, ESPN, 24-7 Sports. I've worked for them. Um, And uh, I get it. I mean, they're big companies and there's a lot of there's a lot of restrictions on what you can or should say. And like, for instance, my profile picture on Twitter, you know, at one point when I was with one of the other companies, uh, was me in like a ninja bandana and I'm making a funny face and I got told one day, Hey, you got to change that. It's not professional. And it like, it wasn't anything inappropriate. It was, it was just a fun picture. Just you a took fun picture. Yeah. Was, you know, like, Hey, I have a decent picture of <laughs> yeah. me. That's what I do. If it's a decent yeah. picture, I'm going to use it for the profile pic. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often for e- me. Exactly. Cause I probably have maybe three selfies in my phone, you know, and that was probably one of them, you know, so I'm like, Oh crap, I got a picture of me. And so it was a fun, and a lot of people liked it, but I, I got told, I remember I got told one day, you, you know, you got to change that. You're, you got to look professional. It's like, Oh, okay. You know, so. And that's just following the corporate guidelines right, of yeah. what they wanted to see, which I can kind of understand that to a point, but at what point is it too much? Sure. And also I'm sure that after a while, because you were uh, a big part of growing one of those networks, sure. as far as I understand and correct me if I'm wrong, but. Uh, especially the last one yeah. you were at. Yeah. And to to build that up as far as you did and to get only a piece of the action and then for things to kind of is Go it fair sideways. to say okay, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, Go no, sideways. They, no, they you know, uh it it uh I don't have any problem I've, I've I've expressed it on my own site. You know, they they decided they they wanted to what I was told when the phone call came. So the phone call a phone I get a phone random phone call 
and it's like 10 days after Christmas. And you know, uh, Christmas is a expensive time in our house, just like it is in yours. When, <laughs> you know? you, when you're the Brady Bunch and you <laughs> yeah. have all the kids. We got, you know, me and Kim, we got the five and it's like, okay, we, you know, Christmas and let's get back to work. And, uh, you know, Hey, I get the phone call random Saturday. Hey, we're, you know, we've decided to go in another direction. Like, okay. You know, no warning, no, like, Hey, get your act in line or nothing, nothing like that at all. Uh, you know, and so, okay, what does that mean? Like, oh, we're, you know, we're just, we're, we're going to go another direction and good luck to you. Like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) I I mean, what do you do? Yeah. At that point you don't really have an option option. I had the same thing happen to me working uh, here in Grants Pass and it was, well, there's absolutely nothing you can say, right? Right. You can beg for your job back. They're not going to give it to you. Right. So you got to move on at that point. Yeah. And for you as someone who got into recruiting big time, it's obviously how you make your money, how you make your living what's going through your mind at that point after you've built this up and you had a successful thing going there. Yeah. And there was a lot of people involved totally on those boards and interacting and being a part of what that site was. Yeah. They were making good money off that site. No question. And still are because of what we built. But, um, I think just like you, you're, you're, I mean, you know, we're both dads, you know, we both have people that depend on us that kicks in. That's instant. It's like, okay, crap. What, what, you know, what do we do? You know, I mean, we're going to have to buy food next month. You know, I mean, those are all natural things that kick in and, uh, it's crazy. So I don't have any problem talking about my failures because, you know, any successful business person tells you they've had a a, a number of failures. That's how they've got there. That's how you learn how to get better. Yeah. It's not just like you hit the jackpot from the first get go and off you go. Not like, Oh man, I'm successful from day one. That just doesn't happen. You failed at some point. And, you know, honestly, if you, if you don't fail, are, are you trying hard enough? That's, you know, some people will tell you that. And that doesn't apply to everybody, but you do have to have failures to learn from and, and expand on. And, and I have no problem mentioning my failures, you know, whether it's it's that and, and the reason for them to decide to go another direction. Um, it, it's funny. So, you know, you work for a place for, it was eight or nine years or whatever I was with them. And you built this thing up. Like you said, it's going strong. They're definitely making money off of it. Um, you know, I know that. And, uh, you just get that call. And so everything kicks in, you know, okay. You know, the kids need cleats and you know, what am I going to do next month? And I get a phone call. So I get a phone call six hours later that night, somebody I'd never heard of. And, and I, I don't know about you, but I I just don't answer phone calls. I don't know. Like I get called all the time and okay, leave a message or text me. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think many people do these days. (laughs) I don't. As a guy that has to call on people for a living, they don't answer their phone anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, unless you can text them. So I get a phone call from, a Texas phone number and yeah, all right. And then, uh, I get a message probably, and I didn't pay any attention to it. Just, I get a message, uh, a social media message, probably, uh, you know, 15, 20 minutes later from somebody I do know that said, Hey, look, uh, these guys are trying to reach you and they want to talk to you about starting a site. And so some people might listen to this. I'm sure we're going to get some of my scoop duck people, and, you know, it's a, it's a company. I do work for a company, but it's my site. I run it how I want. Uh, you know, instead of me basically, like you said, getting 
if you cut the pie 10 ways, I was getting one little piece of the pie before. I'm getting nine of the pieces of the pie now. Nine you know, of the so, 10. Yeah. So they get a sliver for being a part of a network that isn't as quite as big as the network was before. Right. Is that accurate to yeah, say? Yeah, that's exactly right. And which is much better for you because you're taking nine of the 10 pieces home. That's a lot more pieces. Now, granted, there's a lot less people at the beginning. Zero right. to start with. There's yourself and whoever decides to get on board. Right. And just for people who don't understand or may not know what we're talking about, it's a subscription-based site with hardcore duck fans or even non-duck fans we've seen at times yeah. creep in there yeah. and just want to see what's going on. They pay how much a month? Ten bucks a month or a hundred bucks a year. You get a little little break. And uh, you know the one thing, and I'm not here to plug a site so much, but you know as well as I do, you get a lot of value for that. Like, well, and you get great if you enjoy it. And that's what I was going to say is for that amount of money, you get access to inside information. You have some very good connections as do other people out there. But sure. I'll say it right now, one of, if not the best at getting information before everyone else, that's right. not where I was going with this. But my point is the people who are out there, potential customers of yours decide whether they want to pay 10 bucks a month or not right. to read your content. And you've got to build it from there. So you start at zero, ultimately hoping to grow it big enough to where you can support your family. Yeah. And then maybe someday be able to let your shoulders down, <laughs> yeah. relax, come over here on a weeknight, have yep. a couple of beers and talk about how awesome scoopduck.com is. Right. Right. So that's, that's kind of how it works for everyone out there listening, trying to figure out what the heck we're talking about, because right. there will be some of your fans that listen and followers on the, on the site, but there's also going to be people who just like to hear what's going on in the community around here. Yeah. Who's kicking ass. And you happen to be one of those people because how long has the site been in existence, scoopduck.com? So March was when we started, uh, March 5th or 6th. I can't remember which day, March 5th. So, you know, we're two and a half years in. So we started, you know, two years ago in March. So we're a little over two and a half years in now. And, uh, you know, it's just, I, I think folks that uh, sell cars or, or do real estate or do insurance, it's much the same. It's it's a hundred percent risk reward. You know, you you don't get paid unless you're unless I'm getting subscriptions. Those folks don't get paid unless they're selling houses, cars. It, it, I'm sure those folks can kind of identify with what I'm talking about. And um, you know, so you take all the risk, but you get the reward at the end of the day. And and that's kind of what we've done there. And it's it's been great. And I love I, I love what I do. I love doing it. I mean. Let's face it. I'm a guy that sits at home most days on my computer watching Netflix because I just have the TV on when I'm working on my computer. You can work in your underwear if you want to I work in my underwear. If I want, to. I had to dress up just to come here for the garage talk. And, but you know, I talk about college football and some days it's stressful today might've even been one of them. But at the end of the day, you know, I get to, there's not many of my kids events I've ever missed. I, I, I get my work done. I work hard but I'm able to schedule it around those things. And you know, as well as I do, there's, you know, back to school nights and there's, there's cross country meets and there's soccer games and there's things that are going on every day. And I'm thankful that there's very few of those things that I've missed. And, um, I get to talk about football. I get to interact with college football coaches on a daily basis. And then I talk about beer just for the hell of it. And so, I mean, for most guys, I go, well, really? that's a job, you know? And I kind of like, yeah, I don't know, you know? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it absolutely is. There's a lot of people out there that want to support the content that you provide for sure with me being one of them, obviously. But um, what was it like for you when you because I know you and I talked, texted back and forth before you decided to do it because you were kind of back and forth, at least when we talked of, well, I don't know, maybe I've got an opportunity here. Yeah. And I know if I remember correctly, I'm saying go for it. You did. Absolutely. At least yeah. you try. And if it doesn't work out, but I know what my gut said, just watching the content that you had provided. And what's it like 
because I remember talking to you the night before, and you're like, hey, take a look at this site. It's going to go live tomorrow. Right. We'll see what happens. What are you thinking in that moment where you're stepping out on your own, you've got all those things coming up ahead of you, the house payment or, or the rent and the, the soccer cleats and everything right. else, and you know that tomorrow is day number one of this new adventure as far as the opportunity to bring in revenue. Yeah. And what are you thinking in that moment? Uh, you know, I'm hyperventilating. I mean, I, you know, I'm a worrier. I just am. I always have been. And um, uh, I have... A, a loving and caring family and I love all those things about them, but I don't have the nest egg to fall back on. If this thing doesn't work, it's like, Oh crap, what are we going to do? You know? And should I be out looking for a real job? And you know, so yeah, it's about to go live. I feel good about how the site works. I've gotten a lot of feedback from people that are like, I can't wait for you to do this. I'm so, I'm so behind you. And I had so many great people and I, and I can honestly say, um, even to this moment, I had, I had several times where I I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I need to go do something else. I just, it's not going to work. You know, I mean, I had those panic, oh crap moments a couple times. And, you know, um, for those who don't know, you know, your sister Kim lives with me, you know, been together for a long time. She's hugely supportive and, and so great through all this. Like, it's going to work. It's going to work. You know, just stick with it. You know, you are another one. My mom, everybody believed in me. And just being the warrior, you know, five kids in the house, all these bills to pay. It's like, oh, crap. Is this the sensible thing to do? Do it. Flip it on. And, you know, I don't usually throw around my numbers, but within the first, I just say within the first two days, I don't know, like 300, 400 people signed up. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. What were you hoping for on the first day or two? 50 150 really? i don't awesome. know yeah well it's so hard to say you never know it's like when i threw the podcast out there for the first time i don't know what's going to happen yeah. and like in your case you had a huge following right and you were already doing that so it's just moving over to a different platform yeah landing page landing page basically and yeah. steering people a different direction saying hey come on over here and you really just don't know you don't you're hoping for the best you think you have a general idea of how many people are out there and followers, but when it comes down to it, because I've been fired before, I know how it feels like. Yeah. When you move to the other side, whatever that side is, right? You don't know how people are going to react, and I know for me, there's people who were in my corner 100. percent They were there's other people who acted like they didn't even know who I was. So you right. don't know. Yeah. And then to see the reaction like that, what was that like? Uh, I I remember you know kind of. I'm, I'm not a big talker. Like I, you know, and, and you know, Kim could probably tell you, I'm not just not a big feelings talker. And I think it was like the second day after the end of the second day. And, you know, I caught Kim, you know, we, you know, we have life going on. So I'm doing this and life's still going on. You know, she's running around and working and getting kids here and there. And I catch her. I'm like, man, we had like this many people sign up like first two days. And I just remember her like, are you freaking kidding me? And she even used choicier words than that. And, you know, I'm going, yeah, this it, might work. Yeah. It's, it actually might work. Um, and it just, and even then I, you know, I mentioned those first few days being successful. Um, you know, it was, it was, I would say the first two weeks were, were six, you know, really successful. Now it's like anything else you get to a certain point and it gets a little harder and a little harder to kind of keep at least going, you know, that amount of growth. You're not going to continue to do that. Otherwise I wouldn't be sitting here. I'd be in Mexico. Yeah, know? absolutely. <laughs> well, cause you get to a certain point and, and you have kind of your loyal following. Yeah. Some, some fall off probably a lot of us stick around. Yeah. But then to add on top of that, it's like, once you hit a benchmark, it's always hard to push the ceiling a little higher and a little higher and a little higher. 
obviously if you provide great content, people are going to notice. And then it's just over time, you just continue to grow it and continue to grow it. Yeah. Um, but on a scale of one to 10, if you were to look at it right now, where would you say you are as far as what your expect? Let's just take two years in. Yeah. Did you have any kind of idea of where you wanted to be? Or you just kind of had a number of this is where I know I need to be to live. Yeah. And anything over that's going to be gravy on a scale of one to 10. How good do you feel about where you are right now? Oh, it, it's, it has to be a 10. I mean, just, you know, I know you've read other sites that do the same thing that I do. And there's some great guys out there. I get along with That's the thing. Like we're a competitive market, but you know, uh, and I'll say it, AJ Jacobson, great guy. I love, you know, I love AJ. We talk all the time. We text all the time. Uh, you know, he got injured. I text him that day. Like, dude, you, I mean, you good. And, and there's a lot of people that are good and competitive and to see that, you know, that many folks believe in what I'm doing and what I'm providing and see a value in it. Because at the end of the day, you would think, Oh, 10 bucks a month. It's no big deal. But, and, and it's not to some people, but to some people say, Hey, look, my wife's going to kill me if I spend 10 bucks a month on this or, you know, now, you know, those same people might go buy a Dutch Brothers drink every day, but they can justify Yeah, it. what $10 are you going to give up here? <laughs> yeah, right. Not that one. Yeah, For not some that. people, you know, it's just a thing. It's a real thing. That, it is. Uh, yeah. An option that people have to decide which way they're going to go. So, yeah, you're right. I just, uh, you know, I'm definitely at a 10 with, with where we've been able to go. But I'm like you, and I think even like with you doing this, it's like, okay, what's, it's not what's next, but it's what else can I do? I mean, I, I, I'm proud of what I've done. And there's, you know, I think... I think the, you know, our fathers and our grandfathers, those are the guys that grind and work and we grow up, you know, kind of go, man, you know, my grandpa worked till he was 80, you know, he keeps working now, can't get him to stop or, you know, and I know you have that going and I had that going when my grandpa was around and, and you see that. And I, and I think that's, that's what we're doing. You and you and I maybe in different ways, it's a different world now, but it's like, okay, great. I've done this. This is great. I'm happy. What's next. I'm not going to just stand here and be like, oh, I'm good. I don't have to worry about it. And, and I think that, um, I think there's a lot of people out there that, that are that way. And I think a lot of people have a lot of great ideas and, and, and people in Southern Oregon, I mean, honestly, let's think about it. 10, 15 years ago, who thought Dutch brothers was a stupid idea? Oh, I remember working in Roseburg in 1999. I'll never forget it. it it's like yesterday. There's a guy that still works there at the radio stations where I started. I started as an intern shredding papers. And when I moved up there to go to UCC, they didn't have a Dutch Bros at that point. Right. And this guy was into his mom and pop latte stand, and he'd come in every day with his cup. And I told him, I said, if Dutch Bros ever comes here, it's over. Right. It is absolutely over. And he said, who? <laughs> in less than a year, they were on the front page of the Oregonian. Yeah. I was at a live broadcast, their grand opening in Roseburg, cars lined up down the block. Now we know what they've been able to do since then. At yeah. that point, they were what grants pass. So Jackson and Josephine County. And I think after that they went North to Roseburg yes. and then from there, Eugene an explosion Coast, happened. Yeah. And yeah. now we know the story of Dutch bros. And so anything can happen anytime, anywhere. And there's so many people here in our community, Jackson, Josephine counties, even Douglas County who have been able to do amazing things that people don't even necessarily know about. Right. And they haven't even heard the story. I mean, they don't know, Oh, there's a guy hosting a website that's getting people from all over the country. For example, on your site, you have people in Maryland. Oh yeah, you have people in Colorado. You have people in Florida. They're Australia. coming from yeah, all over the world. Yeah, that are checking this stuff out, and and you're doing something and definitely utilizing technology, which I have a love hate relationship with. But Me obviously, too. we're using it right now as a platform yeah. to put out some positive stuff. And and so yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can look at that. But there's so many opportunities out there for people, and just 
you know, be the inspiration for someone to just go after it and take a leap of faith like you did saying, you know what? I could, I could, I could probably sell a car too if I really wanted to. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to. No offense to the people selling cars out there. Right. It's not for everyone. It's not easy to do. It's not. But you were able to do something or get into something that you love and be able to make a living out of it. So to be able to jump back in on your own and make it work. Right. Has got to be just an awesome feeling. Well, that's, you know, what they say, if you, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. And I think there are days where I feel like I work and there are days where I, I don't feel like I work, even though I do. And, you know, like you said, I think, uh, there, there's so many great ideas that I guess that's the thing that I think, and this will show my roots to Southern Oregon. There's not a lot of big business down here. There's not a lot, not a lot of corporations There's not a lot of those types of jobs. I think we have some amazingly creative people down here that come up with some great ideas that generate revenue from outside the area and bring it in. And one, one would be Dutch Brothers. I mean, that was obviously a home run idea. You know, again, 20 years ago, you think back to Dutch Brothers, man, this thing's never going to work. Well, I mean, the joke's on us. But like truck brokerage, you know, that's another big thing you see around here a lot of. And yeah. that's that's not, that's really just providing a service that people are bringing money from outside the area into our community down here in Southern Oregon. And that all started with, you know, a couple guys and it branched out and it's a big part. Uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people that are in that industry down here in several different places, but it wasn't always the case. And again, you just, I mean, you know, trust yourselves, take that leap. And if you fail, it's okay. It's, yeah. I mean, that's every, I mean, Warren Buffett, the best guys fail. They just do. And I, you know, and that's the risk reward. I mean, there is no reward if you don't risk anything. And so, you're not saying leverage your house for, you know, something silly, but man, give it a show, a shot. You never know. And, and, and that's what I did. And, you know, you've done at times I know. And I just, I applaud those people, man. You know, maybe it's not something that I would ever use, but kudos to you. I mean, uh, one thing that doesn't make a lot of sense to me and, and I know great friend of yours, I shouldn't say it doesn't make a lot of sense to me because <laughs> we did it to Kim's car, but the rap industry has taken off. Oh yeah. And paint, it, paint is dead. Wrap yeah, it. You wrap know? it, you know, and you wouldn't think about it, but man, look at these places that are doing wraps and it doesn't matter what they are or aren't making, but obviously they're providing for their families and it's, a, you know, I mean, it's an industry that's taken off and you just would have never thought twice about it. But I mean, we did, you know, we wrapped Kim's hood with, with Dave, you know, at Southern Oregon signs and, and, uh, it's just, it's crazy. Just try it. Just don't be afraid to try it. Yeah. I know? had someone say to me, uh, a couple of days ago, I showed up at work and it was right after I launched the podcast and they said, what are you doing? Like, don't you have enough to do with all the kids? And I said, listen, this is something I've kind of wanted to do. I just want to bring some positive, you know, light to some things, really have some fun sitting in the garage and hold on a second. Just let me know if I hit this in the can. I'm going over my shoulder. Where's, oh, uh, a little short, a little short, almost off that's the bounce though. Two weeks in a row short. I'm going to have to get my <laughs> skills down and have to get up and get another one. But it's like, if you like what you're doing, which obviously this is something I like to do, it doesn't really matter how many hours are in the day. You know, like you touched on earlier, we've all got things to do. We've got soccer practice and whatever, but if you like what you're doing and you want to go for it, good things tend to happen. Yeah. You know, and if you have a great work ethic and a little bit of talent as opposed to a terrible work ethic and a lot of talent, Yeah, you're probably going to go farther yeah. and just to, you know, to have the, the cojones to go after it and try and get it done. And man, you'd be surprised. Well, I guess we're not surprised because we're sitting here living a dream. Really? I know I am. Yeah. And I, it's probably safe to say you are too, firing up the new site and, and hitting a 10 out of a 10. So I got to get another one. So yeah, get inter another inter one. Entertain the audience. Would you want? 
Let me hum a few bars. Hum. Do you, do you no. need another one? I do need another what one. What do you want? You, I mean, we went with the juice because that's kind of your thing. You yeah. do it once a week. You the release juice. Yeah. all the inside info. This one's from Good Life. I did the juice today. It nearly got me in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been a fun day. No, you pick. Did Dealers you release tr- too much information? I, you know, I, I, you know, I, there's. Say what you need to say. Yeah, I'll no. be right back. There's, yeah. It's, man, I'm getting tongue tied. I'm not really tongue tied. It's just. Get on the plane. Yeah, yeah, well, no, it did get on plan. Dealers, get that. He, he, he did. No, he did. He's in LA. Where am I going? Get here. that California honey there, okay. and we'll share it. Do you have a little cup somewhere? And if you don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you got a solo red cup. I have red cup. Red solo cup. So yeah, Jason's up. You get. Oh, that was a great crack. Oh, I was yeah. too far away. That was terrible on my part. Yeah. The audio producer. So just, just so I don't care either way. I'm asking you. This came from, uh, this came from Oregon Poor 3D, by the way. I almost brought Marv with me. I was going to make him. So right when, so me and me and Kim sat down in the bar area. Terrible head on this one. Uh Oh, so you grants passers should know the Oregon Poor Authority, I'm sure. And so Kim and I sit down in the bar area and Marv comes over. Marv's one of my good friends, really, really great guy. Awesome guy. Awesome place. And he comes, sits down, and he and I said, "Hey, sit down, and have a beer with us." And he says, "I've got a twenty top coming in, and a fifteen top going to the back room." There was within fifteen minutes, and I'll be darned, he had like forty-five people walk in the door in like fifteen minutes. Yeah. That so was, his that may have been the worst pour ever on my part. It really was so you're bad. You're talking about the pour authority, and I'm I've yeah. got more foam than a bubble bath. Yeah, that's okay. It's still gonna drink. Cheers. So this is a Pizza Port California Honey. Cheers. This is the next one. Now we're yep. getting loosened up a bit here yeah. now that we're halfway through the podcast. Let her rip. <sighs> so I, I want to ask you, how come you decided to get into this recruiting business to begin with? Was it recruiting or was it Oregon football? Where did it start? Uh, how, did that, how did that come about? Yeah, no, I... Uh, I did I did like the Ducks growing up. I mean you I mean you do. You know, obviously in our era. Hey, don't mind me. I'm sticking my salty finger in this is. this He's trick to, trying get, to the, get the head the, down. I, I'm, yeah. I don't care at this point. I just want the head to go down. Is that an urban myth? I'm not no, sure. No, it works. It, it works. Okay. I mean, it's kind of going down. I'm just poking it. This podcast is going to get in real trouble if we switch to whiskey. That's not happening. Although <laughs> I, I may have some that you no. I have a cabinet in there, but I don't I no. can't do it. I get in trouble. No, I'll get yeah. Plus I have to work tomorrow. You have to work you have to work early. Tomorrow's my And I'm going day. to San Francisco tomorrow, too. So. Woo! Yeah, For gotta, what? Uh, Giants-Dodgers tomorrow night and oh. Eric Church on Saturday night. Damn. Don't tell your sister about that. She'll make me <sighs> take her. Well, why not? Mm. You've got a 10 out of a 10 on the site. You might as well right. go. Can I hit it? Hook! Oh! oh, short. The chair blocked it. Bummer. Oh, you know what? We can try this one here. There you go. You got it. Yeah. Let's hear. So I, this is the mine's over the shoulder, into the can. Behind the back. It's in! Oh. Short. We'll have to have another one in I a few minutes. It. Yep. Uh, anyway, so tell me how you got into this whole thing to begin so, with. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, growing up, I actually, uh, I actually spent a couple of years in Eugene, the Goshen area. For those that Goshen, why yeah. you spend time there? Yeah, I had to. No, that's uh, <laughs> uh, my dad actually owned a store in Goshen. There's only like three buildings in the in the town. Is there uh, a truck stop there or that old motel? Yeah, so there's a truck stop, and across from it's kind of the long building. And my dad used to own a market out of it when he lived. Is that where the weird carnival was across the way? Is that Goshen? Yep. Yeah, that's Goshen. It's, yeah, I mean. You know, I was just thinking, hold on, before you say that. Uh, we're yeah. in the garage. Yeah, I've been we, holding burps in all night long, and then I just realized it's perfectly I mean, okay to do you it. Thought, you thought Glendale was small. You should see Goshen. Holy shit, that's a small. <laughs> Sorry. Are you coming out? Yeah. yeah. No. My sister's here, and yeah, she yeah. lives with this guy across the table from me, for yeah. those of you who don't know. 
Everyone's connected in this town. Pretty much, yeah. In three, one way or the other. Three degrees of separation. So anyways, uh, grew up there and went to Hamlin Middle School, which is a middle school in Springfield. I know the the scoop duggers that we get that'll listen to this know about Scoops that. are pissing uh, me off. Yeah. They, Carry on. And Carry so, on about Goshen or Springfield. Uh, you know, I, I played football on Austin Stadium because they opened it up and let you play there, you know, in the middle school for the championships, whatever they call it. Here we go. Oh, that's a good... Yeah, this is the difference between a radio studio and the garage. It didn't make that bush sound at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how to take that. Yeah, bush. Uh, so, anyways, uh, grew up liking the ducks, and then like you, I was somebody that followed other people's work that do this for a living. Like, oh man, you know, where's this recruit gonna go? What's you know, what's this kid saying? Who's he gonna visit? I was that guy that followed everything, and then next thing, it just literally. Literally, next thing you know, hey, you want to write for us for a little bit? You know, call some recruits and write a couple updates a week. Sure. And who was that for at that time? So uh, it basically was for duck territory in its infancy. And it wasn't Matt and I then started it. It was somebody else. And then he asked me and Matt basically to work for him. And, you know, those that the scoop duck people know I'm talking about, but and so then he didn't last very long and left. And next thing you know, within just a couple months, I'm like being asked to write and contribute a little bit here and there to, hey, you want to run a site? I'm like, huh? Did we just skip a couple steps? Yeah, no kidding. Sure. I guess. Why not? I don't know what I'm doing. Or maybe you do do. At that point, do I you know what you're doing? No. Like, okay, sure. Cool. Sounds like fun, right? And so, uh, yeah, I'll do that. So I do that. And, and I, you know, I'm doing that in conjunction with what I would say real work. I'm using my quotation fingers here, real work. And so I don't know after that, they start paying me enough to no longer need to do the real work and I'm doing that. And then, you know, it's, so I do all that now and, and it's great and I love it. And at the end of the day, what this boils down to, which we see in business these days is building your own brand. You build your own brand and people, you know, will believe in what you're telling them or believe in what you're selling them will, you know, follow you, follow your work. And you might, it seems kind of funny because we see all these, these, these stars or movie stars or rap stars, whatever, you know, talking about building their own brand. Well, it's a real thing. I mean, you build your own brand and people follow you, you know, for instance, obviously you and Ashley, very successful morning show. Everything's going great there. It was a brand building thing. I, you know, it wasn't easy in the beginning, I would imagine. No, definitely not. And I now, mean, we were lucky to catch fire pretty early on, but sure. now, what it is now compared to then, night and day. Right. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a process. And Absolutely. It's, it's a process of people enjoying what you do, it becoming a regular part of their day. Like you said, believing in what you're saying. Yeah. You know, being honest with them right. all the time so that when you say something, they believe you and they, they're more hardcore because of that. Yeah. As, be- as you know. It's being relatable too. Yeah. I mean, you guys both, you and Ashley are very relatable and I think you guys put yourselves out there a lot. You know, I sometimes maybe a little too much, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes too much, but yeah, you know, and I, you know, I feel like I do the same thing in my work, but I mean, I, I think we can relate on that subject that, you know, people, they love the fact that if they run into you at the store and they realize, Oh, you're Jason, from Jason, you seem like the person you are on radio. It's not an act. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not fake. It's, this is me. I mean, that's why it works. Yeah. If you like me, great. And if you don't, I'm sorry, you know? tune in you know somewhere else or whatever and for me it's the same thing people run into me i have uh, you know people think this weird but i have people that follow my work that it's it's a lot of internet 
anonymity, but you know, we do have meet and greets here and there. And I run into them at the, at the duck game and they'll walk up to me and they'll be like, dude, you're like, you're cool. You're not, you know, you're not fake. This isn't like an act on the site. Like you're, you know, you know, beer, you do drink beer, you know, this is what it is. Yeah. This is me. I mean, raise a glass. You know, if you don't like it, I'm sorry. And I'm not trying to be abrasive. Just, I'm just going to be this way. I don't know any other way to be. And so, um, again, that goes back to branding. I think that's, I think a lot of people identify with that. And, you know, maybe that doesn't fit into this Southern Oregon market per se, but again, you know, restaurants or, or those types of things, real estate, all those folks, you've got to be able to brand yourself. You've got to be able to take that leap and you've got to go for it. And, uh, I've seen some really successful people that just, you can tell they have a passion. And it's awesome. You can tell that they like what they do and that they're really naturally good at what they do. And when you can see that match up, it's awesome. And, you know, I know you're the same way. I don't look at people and be like, man, how's that guy making all that money? I'm super, je-. I don't get that way. It's like, dude, go for it. Killer. Absolutely. Keep it going. Yeah. You know, how, you know, how are you, I don't know how you're doing that, but just keep it going. Um, and I would love to see more people that way. I just, uh, it's got to be in you, though, I think. And then you have to discover it somehow. And sometimes it's not self-discovery, I think. Sometimes it's someone else telling you you, you can do pushed. it. And, you know, again, back to this, one of the reasons I want to do this, because I see people on a daily basis. There's one guy I'm thinking of right now. I'm not going to say who it is. <laughs> and you can tell, I mean, he's into music. I can say that much. You can tell he has something inside him. He just doesn't know it, and he doesn't believe in himself. So I try and say encouraging things to him. Yeah. I haven't like grabbed him by the arm and said, man, you know what? If you were to do this and maybe, maybe, maybe I should. Right. Maybe after a couple of cold ones, I'm considering grabbing him by the arm and saying, dude, you know, if you just drunk did, text, if you just did this <laughs> or whatever, then maybe it might work out for you. Who's just kind of gone about their business. They show up at their everyday job. They're not necessarily thrilled, but they have a talent. They're willing to work hard. They just haven't quite figured out how to flip that switch to take yeah. it to the next level. And that's where it's it's cool when you can see people where the light comes on and they yeah. can figure out how to get after it. And then they end up being successful. Because, listen, I'm definitely not the most talented guy in the room. I've just worked like an idiot yeah. and been lucky maybe because of that and happened to be in the right place at the right time. And that's a lot of it, too, just be willing to put the hours in. And I think that's part of the problem with, and I hate to say this, because they gener- we generalize so much, and I'm not even going to use the M word. I, I was wondering, I'm not, I was like, I'm not is the M word coming out? No, yeah. I said I'm not going to say it anymore. <laughs> like I, I'm not going to say it anymore. But I'm just going to say, with people in general that aren't willing to put in the work, they want the reward. Yeah. But if you put in the work and and you see a glimpse of it and you can get that reward, it's so rewarding, and you can achieve things that are beyond what you necessarily thought possible. And for me personally. I mean, I feel like I'm living some silly dream. Right. I really do. Like, I don't get it. I got right. fired. I started over, and I'm not saying this to pat myself on the back, but like, I, I would have never guessed that it would have turned into what it is now. Yeah. Never in a million years. Yeah. So try and be thankful for it, but just know that like everyone out there has something inside them. Right. It's just a, whether or not they're going to go after it and decide to try and attempt to do it, whether it's be an accountant or be a dentist or whatever. Whatever. And just put yourself out there. And that's what I like about what you did, because... You put yourself out there and now look what's happening. Yeah. No. And I, and I'm, I mean, like you, I mean, yeah, you probably didn't expect to have a, a picture of your wife hugging Garth Brooks up on the never garage right now. Yeah. Either one of us. Yeah. Either one of Yeah. I mean, both. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's nothing replaces hard work in this world. Everybody wants the instant gratification and I get it. We've kind of 
cultivated that a little bit. And it's not even just the millennials. It's, I mean, I'm just, it's, it's everyone. It's everywhere. Yeah. And nothing replaces hard work at the end of the day. I mean, if you just roll up your sleeves and, you know, uh, I'm sure there's mornings where you don't want to get up at five in the morning or whatever time you got to get up. Like to, every morning? Yeah. Like everyone, you know, and, but you know what? I'm getting up. I'm going to go in. I'm going to have a good show. I'm going to have fun and I'm going to do it again tomorrow. And, you know, for me, there's days where I wake up and, for those that don't know, what I do can be stressful at times. I mean, there can be, um, you know, pretty intense moments. I mean, and, you have to build a lot of connections. You have yeah. a ton of connections. You got to work the phones. Yeah. You're trying to get information before everyone else has it. Right. You're trying to contact high school kids that are trying to decide where they're going to go to college, which to some people is very important. Those of us who are recruiting geeks. Yeah. And uh, trying to work with the coaching staff as well and develop those connections so that you get information, but also you're building trust with them constantly i'm sure yes and so there's constantly. a lot of different things involved yeah and staffs are changing yep. so you're rebuilding relationships which you've had to do numerous times recently yeah so there's a lot going on there there is and it, and for anyone who has a teenager uh in, which is me of course i have a 14 year old but anyone who has a teenager you know that they change their mind by the second and so here i am you know my job entails kind of following them making essentially the biggest decision of their life. Like, Hey, which school I'm going to go to. And everybody thinks, okay, this is a great problem for this kid to have. He has to pick between Oregon and USC and Washington and Alabama or whatever. He's got all these great offers. Yeah, he does, but he's still got to make the right decision at the end of the day for him with some parental pressure, with some pressure from, you know, friends outside. And I have to sit here and say, yeah, I know what he's going to do, except his parents don't even know what he's going to do. You know, and, and you may know or think you know, and then at the last second, they pull a fast one. They pull a fast one. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a second, uh, because we really haven't talked about Oregon and recruiting specifically. Sure. And again, if at any point there's a situation you don't want to talk about, just say it. What situation, when it comes to recruiting, what recruit were you most surprised decided to pick another school besides Oregon and you were convinced that they were going to Oregon? <laughs> so, and you've been doing this for how many years? Uh I think 15 now. Yeah, pretty close to 15, at least a dozen. Okay, so you can pick a couple. Yeah. But so, first, yeah. let's, let's the one that sticks out most in your mind. Well, and probably just because it's uh, it's just time sensitive. I know you'll know, but, you know, we talk about Devin Williams today. It's been a big topic among Oregon fans and Oregon State fans, for that matter. Um, and I, I wasn't trying to bring this in to make relevant, but, I mean, there's a kid that originally committed to USC – and up until, I mean, I'm talking like he's about to walk out on his little podium and put on the hats, you know, reassuring everybody up north that he's coming. I mean, you know, at least from my sources. And, I, and I'd seen verification of that in different ways. Next thing you know, the kid walks out there and puts a USC hat on. And I've seen that a couple of times. I mean, he was he was one of them. He, he definitely sticks out in my mind. The other one that hurts at least from that end was, uh, and, and he's a, a tremendous NFL player at this time, but Juju Smith Schuster. Really? Same thing. No kidding. Oh, I well, guess I missed that somehow. Wanted I mean, to I be knew, a duck in the worst way. Really? I knew that we yeah. were in, I mean, I knew that he was in the, Oregon was in the group of schools. I think the yeah. beers are kicking in. Um, I'm empty. I, didn't, I don't know about you. What do you want? Well, whatever. Keep no, talking. finish your, no, finish. No, but, I was just, yeah. I was going to say, uh, I didn't realize we were in on him as much as you're saying now that we were in on him yeah. at that point. That's where we being be. the Oregon Ducks. Well, and so like, you know, along with what I deal with, talking, I'm, going, he, to I'm going to the fridge. Luckily it's only a few steps, but no, I mean, he was one of those kids that, uh, what do you want? uh, yep. This one? 
That's how I usually answer most beer requests. Nope. What do you want? Yep, I want that one. That's uh, sure. We got to try it. You got to try it. Yeah, sure. right. Keep talking. Try and try and not pour like a rookie this time. Yep, it's fresh. So, anyways, where's Marv? <laughs> where's Marv? Uh, so, you know, with Juju Smith-Schuster now with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that's another element we talk about. But to finish this, uh, you know, he really wanted to be at Oregon, and and his and his his parents, his mom wanted him a little bit closer to home, and USC's a lot closer to Long Beach Poly than Oregon is, and that happens a lot. Uh, if you go and look back at the statistics most of these kids you know 80 percent of these kids play within three or four hundred miles of you know where they grew up and i get it you know i mean i understand unless why. it's mario cristobal recruiting them then we got a better chance and then yeah then you got a shot but no it oh, uh, the rocking chair but what the, a, the what most a... undersold element to what i do which we haven't talked about yet which reminds me is you it's really fun for me to get to know these recruits as as high school people as younger people before they're the guy so like mario uh, marcus mariota everybody knows who marcus mariota is i can mm-hmm. say him on the spot everybody knows who he is and uh you know i remember talking to him you know so obviously he grew up in hawaii and they're three hours behind us which is uncommon we're usually always trying to catch up with everybody on eastern standard time he's three hours behind us so i'm end up always talking to Mariota in the morning because I can't stay up until 11 o'clock at night to talk to him. Until he gets done with all his other <laughs> yeah, tasks. Yeah, he gets done with practice. So he was one of the ones that's like, dude, I'll talk to you in the morning to get an update on, you know, where he's visiting or what he's thinking. And it's just funny. I would end up talking to him most mornings and he'd be on his way to school and be, you know, and, and I always, I don't, you know, I don't call these guys and, and ask them 50 questions, but you know, Hey bud, how you doing? Oh, good, good. I'm on my way to school or whatever. And, you know, it was funny because the number of times I I talked to him and he's going through the the McDonald's line getting breakfast burritos. That was like his cardinal sin. So really, yeah, I wouldn't like, have guessed that. No, you Damn. wouldn't have for Marcus, but he loved his breakfast burritos from <laughs> McDonald's. But it's just funny that those things. You know, Royce Freeman's another one. Oregon people that follow the Ducks know. I mean, you know, my kids have picture with Ro- pictures with Royce in high school and stuff, and he's such a great young man and just a great family. And it, and nothing to do with football. He's a tremendous young man. He's a tremendous person, and it's just it's fun to get to know these people before they become the the stars that you know, or you know the guys in the NFL, or um, you know. And I can still, I mean, like Kyle Long. Kyle Long's being talked about right now for a lot of reasons, and I don't know if you know or not. I but, don't know. Oh, okay. Well, we we maybe shouldn't talk. About one of his teammates was doing an Instagram live and he was naked behind the Instagram. And that's live. all he did. Or did he do a helicopter? He didn't do the full on helicopter, but did it, he do a dance move there. All Kyle long was there. He didn't know. He didn't know. <laughs> Don't say Kyle long yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> it's just no with what you're describing. Right. No, the running joke is it's Kyle short. That's the running oh, joke. Man. I know. Wah, wah, I know. Wow. <laughs> Good thing. We're some of your we're, listeners are going to know this, but at least that's semi PG. It's fine. Yeah. I think I clicked the explicit button for the podcast just in case. Oh, okay. Well, so I, we're, I mean, yeah. you can say whatever you want. I didn't say anything out of bounds. But oh, yeah, not at all. You catch what no, I'm saying. No, yeah. No. I mean, some people can really appreciate your honesty there. It's, it's pretty other funny. other people's honesty. I but, mean, listen, it's reality, folks. You only can deal with what you were given, so. Yeah. But Kyle Long, but Kyle Long, before he came to Oregon and had the big year he had, he's gone on to the Bears, had a great career in the NFL so far. You know, he's a guy that I was talking to out of JUCO because he, people don't know this, Kyle Long went to Florida State for a year or two, was playing baseball, and the football coaches were constantly trying to get him to come over, and he didn't. 
and he got tossed from Florida State uh, for doing things you do in college. Having a good time. Having a good time, yeah. And ended up at a JUCO down in California, Saddleback to be exact, which is, you know, down closer to San Diego. But anyways, <clears throat> you know, so Oregon signs him out of the junior college. Him and I built this great relationship while he was at the JUCO for a year before he signed with Oregon and just... I mean, he's such a funny guy, and it's so funny because one of the things he would always say after I interview him is, just don't make me sound dumb, you know? And he would say it jokingly, but he, you know, he means just make me sound, you know, normal. Polished, <laughs> yeah. you know, polished. And it's just funny because those are, I mean, I have, I, I, mean, I mean, you name it. I mean, DeAnthony Thomas, I mean, and there's guys that didn't go to Oregon that I have great relationships with. It's just, it's, you know, um, it, you know, Kyle Allen now in the NFL, I have a great relationship with him, met him a number of times in person. He was part of that group from North Carolina, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, here, I have a question for you. Let me yeah. ask you this real quick. Would you say there's a correlation? Obviously talent plays a big part of it, but a correlation to the guys that are respectful, um, like on time return phone calls, is there a correlation between that and the guys that end up making it, not just in college, but to the next level from the guys you've been able to follow? Because you talk to them when they're in high school. Yeah. You know how they respond to you. And we know that there's recruits that come from broken families and, yeah. and they don't know a lot of this stuff and they fizzle out and don't make it. So do you see a correlation between like the work ethic and, and those guys that end up making it compared to the guys who are five-star super talented that make it and don't make it? Yeah. Does that no, make sense? Um, I don't have you watched Last Chance You on Netflix? I haven't. No, okay. So I'm sure there's people listening that have. And I think that show, you know, really showcases because it's a junior college and it really showcases some of the darker side of 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 these young men. And they come from homes that dad's not there and, and you know, eating top ramen every night was a reality and, and things that are really that you don't like to think about but are are you know, are a truth in this world. And um I encounter a lot of those young men, you know, there's, there's young men that I, I, I try and call and they've always got a different phone number because they've got a burner phone, you know, constantly having to do mm -hmm. this and that. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> I, in the case of, let's say like Marcus Mariota and Royce Freeman, for example, who I talked about earlier, and I can make an easy correlation here. Those two young men had a great support system in place. Their mom, dad, aunt, uncle, everybody was there, kept them in check you know, good students, good people. And, and, and I'm not even talking about football, just great human beings. And you love to see them succeed and get to the NFL. And what people don't understand, there's so many kids that come out of high school that are so ridiculously talented that don't get anywhere like they should, because they don't have this, that support system. They don't know. They don't understand they are have not been conditioned on how to do their laundry and get to class one time and do their schoolwork and do all these simple things that a lot of us take for granted and it's um it's i don't want to say it's sad but it's a reality you you, you just i don't think we're exposed to it a lot here it's a longer Southern shot Oregon. for them to try and to get to where they want to go because they're dealing with so many different things. Yeah, because at the end of the day, people don't, I mean, the, the, the guys in the NFL, even the guys who aren't playing, they're like half percenters. I mean, mm -hmm. these are the elite of the elite. And again, even if these guys are just only on the practice squad, I'm not even talking about the all-stars because those guys are like the, you know, 0.1 percenters. Those guys are elite elite. There's so many people, you know, trying to get in the NFL and, and play in the NFL and 
you not only have to be super talented, you've got to be disciplined. You've got to, uh, what they call the lonely work. And the lonely work is you've got to go in and work out and study the playbook when nobody's forcing you to, what are you doing when no one's watching? Exactly. No, exactly. And, and, and that's, you know, again, that, that work doesn't get put in social media or on the news and, and you don't know it until it's Saturday and you realize that, Holy crap, this kid's a terrific football player. Well, he's not he's not a terrific football player just because he was naturally gifted. He probably had some gifts given to him, but he had to work his ass off to to get the rest of the way. And that's really what separates I mean, you see all these kids go to Alabama. I'll use them as an example. They get four stars, five stars, elite level recruits out of high school. They get I mean and you and I were doing like a Southern Oregon semi centric podcast, and we say that and and we've seen like a chase coda or a couple guys come out of here, but I'm talking when you go to Alabama or Texas or Southern California and see some of these high school kids play and you see them in person, you're like that kid's in high school. I mean, they're it's on a different a, level. It's a whole different level. Those kids would come up here and absolutely dominate Oregon competition. And it's not to put down what's going on around here. It's just a reality. It's just a fact. But again, even those kids as talented as they are, they've got to work hard. You've got to do that lonely work. You've got to go into the, you know, the, uh, uh, the film room, you've got to do the extra workout. You've got to do all these things. And it, again, I'll circle back to what we've talked about before. Nothing comes easy in this world. You know, you and I have both had to work for what we're doing and has become successful for both of us. It's not just like the Jason and Ashley show took off overnight and Hey, here we go. We're coasting. You know, it's not like scoop duck took off and I'm coasting. You just have to keep working and reinventing and building your brand. And those young men in college football, um, college football, the NFL, it's crazy. It's just, it's, it is incredible how hard some of these kids work. And what really breaks my heart is some of these kids are so super talented and just don't have the support they need to put it all together because there's a lot of kids that are, are as talented as I've ever seen that you've never heard of. And, and the simple reason to me is they didn't have the support system in place to teach them to work hard, do the lonely work too. Well, and some of them don't even have a place to sleep. Right. When you think about it, they're sleeping on a couch on a floor and some of us can't even comprehend what that would be like. Right. And you're 18 years old trying to figure it out. And, uh, where your next meal is going to come from. Yeah. Yeah. You need 10 bucks and you don't have no idea where you're going to get it for that day. And most of, I mean, you know, shoot, I don't know about you, but I, you know, 10 bucks, I blow 10 bucks every day without even thinking about it. My kids want five bucks to play Fortnite. My kids want, you know, five bucks, six bucks for lunch every day. And it's like, holy cow, this. My... Yeah. There's five bucks in this cup right here. Yeah, it's it's long gone. What do you think about this one? It's good. It's good. It is tasty. You like the yeah. last one better? The yeah. honey, the honey. Cheers. cheers. Yeah. The honey was good. They're all, they were all good. They're all, uh, yeah. all positive uh, beer. Good beers. Positive beers. Does that even make sense? At this point, I've been up since. What time is it? You've been up earlier than me. I mean, people listen to the podcast. They don't care what time it is. It's, no. uh, it's uh, 8.30 on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, so as we get close to wrapping this thing up, what's your, your maybe one thing we wouldn't expect, like least favorite thing that people wouldn't know about when it comes to recruiting? And then your your most favorite part of it that maybe people wouldn't expect, like something. I mean, obviously, there's a lot going on when it yeah. comes to recruiting. Yeah, there's a lot of behind and the scenes some, stuff. There's some very good things, and there's some 
I'm guessing there's some dirty pool, and I think it's safe to say that most people who follow it think there's some dirty pool. So just maybe a, a positive and a negative. Start with the negative because I want to end on the positive. Uh, you know, I mean, the negative is just – I'll say that – so <laughs> I can say this. So people who don't follow what I do daily or, or, or even yearly for that matter, there was uh, a couple years ago, and there was a young man named Landon Collins – and he made his college commitment on live TV. I think it was on NBC. He was at the, uh, uh, at the time, it was called the Army All-American Game held in San Antonio. Big game every year. So what happens, these kids make uh, these big declarations. They make their commitments. They'll put three or four hats on a table. They'll try and trick people. They'll move them around like yeah. it's some kind of shell game, like you're in Vegas on the street. Yep. They're in an all-star game, so they'll pull them aside from the game and say, all right, well, you know, where, where, where are you going to go play your college ball, blah, blah, blah. And these kids will have – so what happens is a lot, at a lot of these, everybody – who has ever touched the kid or heard from the kid ends up behind him in the Mom, dais. Dad, aunt, uncle, handler, this guy, cousin, that guy, cousin, yeah. Eddie, second cousin, yeah. Clark Griswold. Yeah. Everyone is there. Principal. Everybody's there. They're not even in their hometown. Right. So, uh, Landon Collins does it. And, uh, Landon Collins is up there, gets ready, makes pick. He picks Alabama. Great school. He's a safety, you know, no, his mom on live TV just goes nuts. He, she thought he was going to LSU. Huge old spectacle. I'm like live TV. You Did couldn't she have grabbed a different hat. Did she grab the LSU hat? No, she was like hell no. And she runs off. She bolts off. Like it was a epic. I mean, just if. And so social media is at this time. So you're seeing like videos of it. And you're like, oh my gosh, that is so awkward. It was so bad. And you you see that because. Um, this goes back to the, you know, the, the parents that, uh, that yell at their kids games, you know, when they're in middle school or when they're in grade school. And so oh, like, don't get me started on that. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm a parent. I'm there. It's funny. Cause, uh, so on the podcast today, Matt's like, you were talking about my kids at soccer and cross country. And he's like, are you the, are you the parent that yells? Are you the, are you the, are you the loud one? I'm like, no, bro, you won't hear a word from me at any of my kids events. I will sit there. And I'm well, like, cause you've coached. Yep. And coached you know him. what that's like to be out there and not shoot. I saw something the other day. We're losing referees and umpires like crazy. Yep. I don't blame them. I don't either. I wouldn't want to do it either. I mean, we're talking about like, you know, uh, six, seven year olds and the parents are like, Oh, it's a terrible call. And it's like, it's a 13 year old out there. It's like, leave him alone. He's trying to make 15 bucks on a Saturday, you know, just yeah, big deal. You know, leave him alone. So, uh, anyways, so I, you know, I'm the quiet parent, uh, you know, I, and, but I, I see that all the time. I see kids getting forced to go places they don't want to go. And the unfortunate part in recruiting is there is a lot of that because they might only have one or two people they can lean on. And, and I, you know, those, those people might not always have their best interests at heart. And, and I think that's, I, I, I feel really bad because I'm a parent and I wish I could give them my two cents, but it's not my place. Um, because objectively I've done this for so long, I can see a good fit. I've given people recruiting advice that I know locally. And one of the things that I've always told them is set your expectations accordingly. If your kid is this player and you, and you think they're this good, but none of those schools are talking to him, they're probably not that good. No. So do you want free college or do you want to go on a pipe dream? 
Oh, it's a great point. Why not go to somewhere like Montana? Yeah, or, Idaho State. Yeah, or whatever. You can get a, your college paid for and not sit on the bench and not have to walk on. Now, if you want to walk on because you love Oregon, that's great. Some kids have turned out very well sure. walking on. Very doesn't few. Happen, doesn't happen very often. Right. Thank you. Right. No, and, and just like you said, why not go there, get your college paid for for free, come out of that you know, tuition-free, student-debt-free, and have a great experience along, probably one you're not expecting, versus holding on, nope, I'm only going to go here, and I'm going to wait for that offer. Well, a lot of times that doesn't happen. So yeah, it doesn't work out very well for him. I've tried to inform people, set your expectations realistically, and it's been a it's a it 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 is a very difficult decision decision excuse me for the parent to understand more so than the kid because they don't want to hear that i mean as parents that's not what we want to hear we want to hear you're going to oregon you're going to go to oregon state you're going to go to washington i hope not right Uh, go to the cougs instead (laughs) but um oh man i just had a hot flash there for a second that was terrible i don't know why i brought up washington i apologize <clears throat> okay, so the positive. Let's ten push-ups po- right now. Yeah, I couldn't do two <laughs> ten push-ups. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I could push my way to the fridge for another cold one, but we're in the garage. We should be doing karate, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. You want to do karate in the garage? Yep. <laughs> I don't want to pull a muscle, man. I'm. You don't have a samurai sword, do you? Uh, I know, but I have some other stuff in behind that door. That's He's got gonna... scooters and stuff in here, guys. It's gonna get really weird we in about ladders, ten minutes. Golf clubs, scooters, <laughs> chainsaws. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of fun activities around here. But um, all right, so why don't we talk best about the, the best thing? Best thing. Best thing is is <laughs> not mosquitoes in my garage. Carry on. Best best thing is is, is seeing that young man uh, and you know that grew up a fan of this or that school. It doesn't have to be Oregon. Any school grew up, you know, and, and gets that offer and gets that opportunity. You know, uh, Justin Herbert's a, a really good example. I mean, there's a a young man that grew up in Eugene, Oregon in a very pro Oregon family. Um, didn't think that was even going to be a thing. It wasn't until the end. And, uh, you know, the, it's just, it's, it's great to see however successful they are or whatever you might want to pick apart on them. They've gotten to pretty much live out, fulfill a dream. And, and it's, I mean, it's awesome. It's just, it's great. I mean, you know, I know your sister, she's a big proponent you know, women get a really bad rap for just kind of putting down other women. It's kind of been a bad stigma. And she's always a proponent of why aren't we lifting each other up? Why aren't we're sisterhood? You know, and I, and, and I get that sense about people. I, just, I love seeing people succeed. It doesn't make me jealous. It doesn't make me There's envious. There's plenty of room for us to all succeed. Everybody can get a piece room. of the pie. And helping someone up is a much better feeling than pushing them down. 100%. Every single time. I feel so much better about myself. Like literally, if a kid doesn't pick Oregon, I don't get upset. If a kid picks another school and that's been their dream school all along, awesome, dude. I hope you kill it. I hope you have success and you're healthy and you love every second of it, you know, for me as far as recruiting goes. But even in life, um, you know, I'm the same way. I mean, seeing, you know, other friends of mine and we have some mutual friends, but seeing them being able to do something they're happy about and be successful with and, you know, again, at the end of the day, we all got to make some money. We all got to pay our bills and do this or that. Yeah, but we got to eat. We got to pay the mortgage, do all those things, take care of business. But if you're having fun, I mean, great, dude. Kill it. I love it. Keep it going. Yeah. And why not take the leap? Give it a shot. I was talking to someone this morning uh, who knows someone who's just miserable, miserable right now with what they're doing. They make good money. They're miserable. You know what? Yeah. 
There's a lot of that. If you're that hard of a worker and you want to try something else you like, I'm, I guarantee you, you go after what you like and you work that hard, it's going to work out for you. You're going to be all right. Maybe not at the beginning, but eventually it's going to work out and yeah. you're going to be just fine. And you know what? You're going to be happier. Yeah. You're going to feel good about it. And at the end of the day, that's really all that matters anyway. That is. I mean, we, you know, we're, we're, we're going to, we're born, we grow up, we do our adulthood, we raise kids and we die. And at the end of the day, you know, there are a lot of people that have a lot more money than myself and yourself in this world that are unhappy, that didn't, you know, enjoy their time with their family. Didn't, I mean, I see it all the time. Um, and it's just, I mean, you got to enjoy it. Just go do something, try it. Give Failure is not bad. I, I just hate that people continue to think and give a negative association with failure. There's yeah, we're trying to erase failure is what we're trying to do. Yeah, I mean, just go in our fail. Culture. Yeah, we're trying to erase it, which is not good. No, you go need fail. To fail and then get back up, dust yourself off, and be better next time. Every network I've been a part of has done things that have failed. But at least they tried it and said, nope, okay, that didn't work. Let's try something else. Mm-hmm. And then they move on. They don't even think twice about it. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that should be the same for all of us. Go and has you know. You drink a beer, and if it's terrible, don't drink that one again. Doesn't happen very often with me, though. <laughs> no. I'm equal opportunity. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I am too. Definitely. Well, but I, you know, the problem is there's like eighteen thousand other things we could talk about, and there's a we're, lot, and we're already over. Uh, Did we go way over? You know, we're over. Not not bad. We're about. Uh, we're just over an hour. Not too are we? Uh, I was say we're at buck fifteen yet or no? Uh, nope, not we're getting yet. close. Not I yet. usually have a pretty good barometer. Yeah. That. Just because I do this every week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not this with you, but I love what you're doing. I love this, and I think, uh, you know, I listened to I listened about three-quarters of last week's podcast, and I thought, how the hell am I going to follow up that guy? I mean, he's... Oh, Noah? Yeah, he had some amazing stories, an amazing person, and then I go in, and I think it's not really about me. It's just about, uh, I, you know, I want to promote this, and I want you to be able to promote I know your goal is to promote other people. It's not about you. It's about promoting other people. And, you know, if I can help be a part of that, that's what I want to do. I want to see other people on here and share their story. And I'm guessing you feel this, but I keep staring at your Goonies shirt. I just oh, keep wanting to like say, that? baby Ruth. That's hey, what I do. you guys. <laughs> Sloth is the greatest <laughs> ever, but no. <laughs> but even if I'm a part of you being able to help, one or two people achieve maybe some success or a goal they never thought they could get. I'm freaking happy about it. Man. Oh, absolutely. I'm ecstatic. Yeah. I just hope that someone else has that feeling that I've been able to have numerous times when I've achieved things. And it's, it's a great feeling. It yeah. really is. And so, yeah, man, I appreciate you coming over and I appreciate the beer. You brought it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I gave you one of mine and two of yours. So <laughs> that's what happens when I go to OPA, I open up all the coolers. I'm like, Oh, you got this. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. Next thing I know, it was it was me and Kim tonight. She had a salad, and we had uh, the spicy barbecue legs. I think we had about sixteen dollars worth of food, and my bill was sixty five bucks. So that tells okay. you what the rest was. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That makes perfect sense. At least I'm consistent. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't know why I, I picked this up because I'm going to ask you something. I can't remember what it was. I don't, know. don't pick my phone up. I can tell you that much. Is there any good news on there or info you want to share with us before uh, you go? I don't, I don't think I'm going to put this up till Sunday night. So. Oh, Sunday? I don't know. I mean, I can tell you. So you could see right here. You could just, you don't have to verbalize, but I can. that's been my day. Right. Oh yeah. 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 There's, there's a few contacts on there. Yeah, there's stuff that happens. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even read the info. I just looked to see who's been texting you. Right. 
I don't have those numbers in my phone. Yeah. I wanted to ask you too about, yeah, well, you're going to have to come back. Yeah. 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 Cause we didn't really even talk football. No, we didn't talk about <laughs> but that's football. That's what your podcast is for. So scoopduck.com, check out the podcast. L- somebody asked me about, want. somebody asked me, and you don't have to answer this real quick before we go, said, who's really pulling the strings on the offense? Is it Arroyo or is it Cristobal? And they brought up the hand motion on the sideline with Cristobal <laughs> doing this, like, slow down. Slow down. And I said, well, I think you just answered your own question. That's all I'm going to say from yeah. my perspective. Well, I mean, let's let's uh, let's be realistic. And I can say I, I don't have a problem saying this. No matter who the offensive coordinator is, uh, right or wrong, Mario Cristobal has had such an influence on this program from top to bottom, from recruiting, from hiring coaches, from, you know, everything. He's involved. I mean, why wouldn't he be involved in basically 50% of his success? You know, I mean, which is offense. And yeah, defense. it makes sense. And the whole yeah. analytics thing, I, I get that part of it. Here's a, I mean, who expected Oregon to be, if, if I'd have told you before the season started that Oregon wouldn't basically have three, two of its three starting receivers and they'd be three and one. It you'd should have be four and oh. Yeah, it should be four Legitimately oh. should be four and oh. But you still I, laugh not, at me. I'm not crying that we aren't. I mean, I still no. think we have a great season ahead of us, but I, I would have said, well, ugh, good luck with that. Right, good luck with that. Especially after what you saw at receiver last year. Oh, let's not go there. Those guys I, I don't have, need to have any nightmares tonight. But those same guys are so much better this year. Johnny Johnson, shout out to him. He's yeah. tearing it up. Breland, Dude, he's on fire. Breland, Jalen Red. I mean, they're at least consistent. I mean, they're not world beaters, but they're consistent. But welcome to my world. Yeah. Yeah. See, now we could just go all the way down that rabbit, rabbit hole. And rabbit we'll be hole. talking football forever. And it's late on a weeknight. And you're going to run out of beer if we did that. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And I stocked up last week. So it would be really bad for both of us. It's Justin Hopkins. Scoopduck.com is the website. Check it out. He's got a podcast and you can find it on all the major platforms. That was a huge motivator to me as I listened to your podcast. When I put this one together, I'm like, I have to be on all the major platforms. And I think I have Apple, Android, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify. Boy, I don't know. There's more on there. I I looked at the analytics and if, you're on iTunes. You've got like 80% of yeah. the market share. Yeah. So it's out there. It's out there for you to listen to. Yours is. This one is. And uh, thanks for coming by. Yeah. <laughs> when did this happen? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it happens whether you like it or not. So uh, subscribe. Give it a rating. Give my podcast a rating. Garage Talk with Jason Allen. Scoop Ducks podcast. Check it out if you haven't already, especially if you're a football fan. And there's even girls basketball. There's all kinds of good stuff. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for the cold ones. Thanks for the beer. Yeah. Anytime. Team effort. <laughs>